Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and Sunny and I are here just snuggling on the couch, uh, thinking about uh, Christmas is tomorrow, and um, just kind of wrapping things up for the end of this year. Um, I'm uh, focusing on efficiency right now. I'm trying to think uh, what would make next year even better at the Paper Outpost. So I'm kind of exploring all sorts of ideas, keeping classics, um, adding newness, adding fun, adding exploration, adding extra new paths to go down, adding more efficient ways to do things. Um, One simple thing that I've been working on last night and today probably took me about mm, five, six, maybe seven hours, but uh, I collect a lot of the um, cards, the hard cards like um, addition, subtraction, um, <clears throat> Bible verse, uh, 75 ways to fall in love. I mean, you name it. If there's a little hard card pack, almost like a, a deck of cards, but it's uh, a stuff, or pretty decks of cards that have pretty um, pictures on the back. Uh, I just, oh, I love, I love those. And they're so awesome for uh, using in junk journals because... Number one, they're perfect to slide in and out of pockets. Number two, they're perfect to make pockets from because they're so darn cute. And they're perfect because they have a nice rigidity to them. So they're um, sturdy enough to make pockets and tucks. Um, And they make cool journal cards already because they're perfect thickness. Look at that. Plus, they can be collaged and decoupaged on. And um, you can make little mini notebooks, use them as little covers. I mean, there's just so many things you can do with those things that I just, I get all excited every time I see them and I just, I gotta have them. I gotta have them. It's like magnets. My little fingers become magnets. I look like I must have a kindergarten or something when I'm walking out of the thrift store because I just grab piles of those things. And they're like, oh, you must have a kiss. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I tell them, you know, like uh, often, this is not unusual, often when I go out of the thrift store with a pile of stuff, what was it the other day that they're like, oh, what do you mean? You're definitely making something. But Oh, I know. I, I uh, came across um, uh, ribbon and trim. They were, um, must have been some store had dumped their supply or some crafter before me came and said, I, I just, I, I'm not going to use this or somebody died, <laughs> but they must have had a boatload of uh, pretty ribbons and um um, I love to use ribbons in my packaging and in my journals, and um, uh, so I'm like, that's another thing that my little fingers are like magnets towards, so grab, 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 and so I was checking out, and the lady uh, who was checking me out goes, you're making something, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. How did you know? She goes, I know. I see it all the time. I can tell, and I'm thinking, how do you know? I'm just not a hoarder. Maybe I'm a ribbon hoarder. Maybe I'm a, a deck of card hoarder, um, and uh, sometimes I think I am. But anyway, um, so I, she's like, what you making? What you making? So I told her and she's like, what's that? What's that? And of course, you know, the typical reaction of what on earth is a junk journal? And uh, my fastest explanation is, uh, um, you know, it's kind of morphed out of scrapbooking, but really not for me because I never scrapbooked. But um, it's uh, something that we create books. We create books out of nothing and it's so much fun. And, and uh um, she's like, oh, I need to look that up. So what do I look up? And I said, junk journals, look at junk journals. And uh, 
So uh, there's lots out there to explore, and so many people are um, just um, learning about this, and they're finding that they can take all the different types of crafting uh, joys that they had before, like sewing and painting and and gluing and cutting and and whatever have you. You know, you can put it in a junk journal, which is awesome. And um, so yeah, it's a it's a big thing out there. But last night, my six to seven hours of organizing those cards because I love to share those with folks. And um, I love to put them in my packages because I think that other people might um, be inspired to use them in different ways. So basically, I went along and I separated and I had a giant box of these things. So I separated for hours and hours and hours. And it was actually kind of fun. I like I like the organization process of it. And um, but I made it through the whole box. I'm so excited. So, um, yeah. Can't wait to share those with you guys. Um, so much fun. And now I feel like, oh, they're all organized. Now I need to go buy more. No, no, you don't, Pam. You've got plenty. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of ways that uh, if I can expedite things, make things more efficient around here, I can make more stuff, which I, I love making stuff. I love get lo- getting lost in the process of making stuff. So I can make more stuff if I have more of a grab-and-go process where um, shipping actually takes me a while, um, not to actually drive to the post office, um, uh, but to prepare the boxes. Um, uh, like, uh, let's say, for example, if I do... Um, a bundle and I sell 12 bundles then I make 12 boxes and then I've got to put packing paper in the boxes and I like to prepare the, them like they're little babies you know I like to bundle them up and make them pretty and and uh, give them um, uh, I like to use items that can be reused by the people who receive them so um, I like to wrap them in fabrics or special papers or in lots of ribbons and um, little pieces of jewelry that could maybe be added to spine dangles or uh, journal covers. I mean, you know, who knows where people uh, will take these ideas when they receive them, but I hope they have fun with them and I hope hope they see possibilities when they open those boxes. Um, So yeah, I like to use... um, uh, more usable stuff, and even the the craft paper that I stuff in there for extra, like you know, cush, can be reused, which I think is awesome. So um, yeah, I mean, in the hands of a crafter, oh, anything is possible. So I think that's kind of fun. So now I'm kind of thinking, all right, I have that done, and I'm, I'm looking at my little, my little, my little journal, the actual journal that I use, which is basically a, a okay, what am I doing today? And I had to map out this next two weeks like okay there's Christmas week and then there's New Year's week and um, so usually in this part of the week like normally right now I'd be making my digis and preparing those I do those in the middle of the month and the newsletter in the middle of the month so when it comes to the first of the month or the second of the uh, new month then I'm, I'm ready to go but uh, I got a little like just not discombobulated but I just uh, decided to make another bundle um, um, but, uh, so that I decided to do, and that takes me a lot of, a long time to do that. So that pushes my digis out and that means I'm, I'm now I'm doing digis. So I just finished my bundles and, um, they're going to come up soon. So stay tuned. 
Um, just never know, never know where, never know when. They might just pop up or there might be a video or something like that, but there, there'll be something coming. Um, so they're all prepared and ready to go. And I, I like that's part of, um, that's what makes me feel organized when I, when I have my bundles already in the boxes and ready to go. And that way when somebody orders one, I just have to put the label on and take it to the post office and everything. I, I, I like to get things fast as a shopper and, uh, you know, I think that Amazon has uh, created this expectation that things arrive right away. So I'm like, okay, we got to get it in the box so that's ready to go and people can get their stuff right away because uh, who wants to wait? Nobody wants to wait, right? So um, yeah, everything's ready. Um, all the little extra special bonuses have been tucked in. Those are ready and um, they take a lot of preparation time too. So I'm trying to, as I clean my craft room. I'm putting aside supplies and things like that that I think might be of better use in someone else's hands. Um, or I just have a plethora of it and I don't need all of it and I want to share it and things like that. And uh, um, so that also helps recycle and recirculate and give people new ideas and different ways and different things. And um, also, um, you know, just organizing the old ephemera, all the old uh, vintage papers so that they're easy grab and go. I spent, oh, I know it was seven hours organizing some old papers and old book pages um, some old like uh, receipts and handwritten letters and things like that all into separate bags and and uh, so I can kind of take stock of what I still have so I know when I need to go and, and search for some more which is always because um, <laughs> I'm always looking for old stuff I just get so excited when I find old stuff and somebody was really sweet they sent me this beautiful collection of old um, vintage ledger which I just oh, oh my god I don't know what it is about ledger but I am a ledger addict it just the documentation of what people used to meticulously uh, write down that people bought or work that was done, um, the amount... What, what do you got? No, okay. Um, <laughs> that's Sunny's second name. It's, what are you eating? Hi, I'm Sunshine. It's, what are you eating? <laughs> and... Uh, um, so yeah, I've just, you know, I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, that happens when you have a puppy who's chewing on your ankles, but, um, this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia. There's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, let's throw the bunny. Okay, go get the bunny. Go get it. Okay, that gives us three seconds of reprieve. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a fun year of organization and, oh, the old papers and the old ephemera and how much I have, still have on stock and what I need to buy and, and things I haven't even thought of. I love that. Uh, this new year of things I haven't even thought of in, in the old ephemera world to take a look to find out what cool old papers I can hunt down and snarf out and treasure hunt. And uh, I, I love that. I think I must have been, I don't know probably a digger somewhere or excavator or, or you know, my, I think my dream was to be an uh, archaeologist or treasure hunter or something like that. And I've been, uh, um, people ask me, what do you watch on YouTube? And you know what I watch on YouTube? Um, 
uh, these goofy things, but I love them. It's so much fun. And I think it's the treasure hunter in me that, that gets so tickled about this. It's uh, one is called like the topic is called mudlarking. And if you've never heard of mudlarking, mudlarking is, um, uh, if I understand the term correctly, it's basically, uh, searching for stuff in the mud and um uh it's very popular in england i think that's where the term came from where people go along the shorelines or in the forest and they're looking around digging and they find so much cool stuff in uh england like really really old artifacts and war things and um old victorian uh dolls and marbles and and uh pellets like from old muskets and and um, i just oh i mean so i mean oh if i ever go to england i am going mudlarking that is just that has to happen i mean the the, the you know whatever the uh, the house where the the royal live uh, uh, buckingham palace i can wait it just step away I'm, I'm i'm not getting on that bus i'm going on the mudlarking bus and uh i will be there with my rubber boots and my like you know the clothes that you don't care if you get totally muddy and I'll just be down around there until my knees get out poking around in the in the grass so I would love to do that and um oh the other thing uh, I watch is okay so my favorite uh, channel would be northern mudlarkers I think it's called it's a mom and daughter team and they're so sweet and it just really it reminds me of my mom I miss my mom so much and uh they have such a nice relationship and they're having so much fun just exploring exploring their shorelines and stuff it looks so cool and they make jewelry out of the stuff that they find it's it's just awesome and um the other thing is uh there's this uh, family in Edmonton, Canada that owns an antique store and they go around and they buy like hoarder houses and stuff like that. And then they start going through the stuff to see what they can find. And of course, they always find amazing stuff in there and it's so cool to watch. But it kind of harkens back to my, um, um, uh, I can hear the Canadian accent and that like reminds me of home way back when. Yeah, I left Canada when I was 21. But uh, yeah, it's... Um, uh, it's, it's just, I don't know. I think that, uh, um, I think that it, it, it just, it's so much fun to poke around with stuff. And actually my, my grandparents' old home, uh, which my father lived in and then my mother lived in after that did become, <laughs> it's pretty much, a, it was a hoarder's place. There was a, a clean area, but then there was definitely what I call the basement or, um, you know, the, the other extra rooms that were packed full. And um, when my mom died, I really had a hard time. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to go through the stuff because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stop, you know, it was just like a bucket of tears. So um, uh, we had to have somebody else go in there and they went through stuff. And I don't know, you know, obviously, you know, um, you know, what they found or what they didn't, but there was a, a leftover area that was uh, everything from my childhood and um, not everything, but I mean like a lot of stuff from my childhood. So they did save all that and that's kind of put in a, in one closet, like an owner's closet sort of thing. And so I need to go up there one day when the, when the lockdown is over and go through that and explore and see, you know, stuff from my history and also from my, my parents' history and my grandparents' history, um, just to honor. I mean, I just want to really see that stuff. I'm totally looking at it with a different set of eyes now that I'm doing the junk journaling. And um, I did make a, um, a journal for my grandmother and grandfather because uh, I brought down a bunch of papers um, when I did go up there um, uh, a while ago, uh, probably 2009. And... Um, 
Um, there was enough old stuff where I could make a journal with pictures and documents from the, uh, them coming across on the boats and things like that. It was just really, really fascinating and, and a nice way to keep the stuff as opposed to just in a pile in a box or um, nice in a scrapbook too. I just, I, I kind of came in after the scrapbook phenomenon hit and uh, just as I guess the junk journal world was uh, getting on fire and um, I was just taken by storm and uh, I'm like oh I gotta do this I gotta I gotta make books I want to make books I want to make books out of anything and everything and when I watched more videos and I saw people creating like first of all there was a very structured way of doing it must be done this way kind of thing and then all of a sudden people were going off with their own imagination well what if I did this and what if I did that and what if I changed this or what if I did a spine like that what if I did a rounded spine what if I did a flat spine what if I did a hidden spine what if I did an exposed spine what if I made a notebook what if I made a traveler's notebook a Midori what on earth is that I had to go look all that up and uh, it just it it became like Cracking open an Easter egg, you know, you just never know what you're going to find inside. And everybody had their own take on it. And I thought that was just lovely and just luscious. And uh, I loved the fact that there were no rules and um, that you really could do whatever you want. And then you sort of try it on everybody's way of doing it. See, try it this way, try it that way, try it this way, try it that way. And then you kind of almost develop your own way of doing it that um, things just work. Things just click things just when you finally figure out how to get those darn signatures in there so they're level and um, they're where you want them to be um, or you know like how to get a good spine strong how to get the cover to stay attached to the spine you know all these little things that that um, uh, once you see some tips and tricks once you see some different ways people do it um, you're your world opens up and all of a sudden if you could just get past that one little stumbling block everything would be perfect because it would be so much fun to decorate the pages and uh, then you get to finally figure out how to make your basic construction and then you get all excited about decorating the pages and then all of a sudden you turn the page and realize oh my god there's another page and there's another page and there's another page and then what do you do with the plethora of pages do I decorate them all do I only decorate every third or every fifth how much is too much? Do I get stuck in the, uh, oh my gosh, my book got fat before I know it. Or, oh, I love the chunky monkey, squishy, overstuffed nature of this. Like somebody has been harboring and saving little bits of their life and stuffing them in there to be found um, many years later. I mean, you know, it's purely however you choose. Uh, color palette, your choice. Um, dark and mysterious and stained and washed out and uh, or primitive and rustic and weathered and, and uh, tortured with struggle or uh, pretty and sunny and uh, princess-like and pink and sparkly and bling and um, or romantic and red and, and, and heartfelt and rich with romance and you know I mean as many themes as we can think of we can bring um, as many emotions and as many moments as we choose we can add them and save them in our journals um, you know there's a great healing power in journals um, uh, getting lost in the paper for the person making it and then the uh, adventure of discovery somebody who's actually going through it and touching and uh, the different textures and uh, looking at uh, um, little thoughts and it's almost like the two people are communicating without being in the same room. Um, the journal maker is uh, hoping to evoke emotion and experience and in the person looking at it. And um, then the person look, going through it 
was thinking to themselves, I wonder what the person who made this was thinking when they added that, or, or what, what, what was going on here? What was their, their frame of mind, their thought process? So there's almost like this uh, delayed connection, which is uh, uh, kind of interesting because that's similar to the way the, um, you know, the YouTube channel for the Paper Outposts um, goes, you know, um, I make the videos and I feel like I'm with you guys when I make the videos and then you guys watch the videos and then you tell me, I feel like we're all right here together um, uh, just chatting and hanging out and um, uh, I feel the same way. I get the same experience from my end. I feel like you guys are, so I had to throw a water bottle to entertain you know who, um, but oh yeah, it's a little noisy. Okay, little sunshine. <laughs> here he comes. He got it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like entertaining each other, and, and we're having fun, and, um, uh, you know, it's so nice to know that the world is a smaller place because we're all paper crafting together or, or figuring out what we can do with paper, um, and uh, there's, I've got so many ideas for the new year coming up. I'm going to keep some secret, and I'll spring some on you as we go, but lots to look forward to, and... Um, I hope that you are having an adventurous and efficient and connected uh, holiday season. Merry Christmas to all of you, uh, from all of us to all of you. And that's a little sunshine chewing on his bottle here. Um, but we got stuff to do, sunshine. We've got to go deep into the craft room and uh, go, go make our world more efficient. Yep, so we can have even more fun in the new year. So I can't wait to join you there. And uh, I will still be here um, Let's see, uh, today is podcast day, and then uh, tomorrow is Christmas day, and uh, then the next video is going to come up on Saturday, and there will be a video um, uh, tomorrow as well, let's say you're digesting, um, and uh, the family's gone, or there's not a lot of family around, there is an organizational video that will pop up tomorrow, so enjoy that, and um, um, I will see you around the craft table, and uh, we're going to have a lot more fun together, so hang on tight, remember that fun can be simple, and create with reckless abandon, everybody. Merry Christmas!